Hello, hello. Welcome into the fourth episode of the Noah Tour podcast, where basketball gets weird. I'm your host, Noah Tour, and on today's episode, I've got my good friend Tony East coming on the show today to talk. Gosh, we talked about everything. Not only did we talk about basketball, we did talk serious basketball. You know, basketball gets weird. Had to talk a little bit of crazy basketball. Summer League, Kawhi Leonard. We talked pizza, the Mount Rushmore for Tony and I. We also talked Papa John's, Kawhi Leonard. Just everything. You just got to listen to this podcast. I don't know what we didn't talk about. I have no clue. We talked Monopoly. It was, (laughs) Tony was a lot of fun to have on. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy what you listen to. And coming up before we get into this pod, I've got another beat for you guys from my good buddy Chuki over at Chuki Beats on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to his channel, listen to him. He's got great stuff. Take us in, Chuki. Big yes, moment for that me. Was, <laughs> that was honestly, that was having Kevin and Justin on. That was my favorite part. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about that. Not exactly Rachel Demita, but a little bit from that first episode. I mean, just kind of jumping right in head first. I don't really want to talk about this just because everybody's talked about it. But Kawhi Leonard, what was the first thing like that you that popped into your head when you first saw that? Like, were you obviously you were probably a little bit shocked, but what? What what was going through your mind? Um, wow, like Kawhi Leonard actually got traded. Uh, it's you know what's you know what my first thought actually was is like what how do these betters like how do these Vegas dudes know where these people are going because they put the line at like even for the Raptors like a week before and everyone's like I was like what like how are the Raptors the favorites to get this dude and then they got him so apparently these dudes in Vegas have some secret tricks to the trade that uh, I need they've to learn. It. They've got to okay, they've got to have inside information, Tony. I know. They've got to they have do. it. Like they they've got to. Not even just they've probably got better sources than Woj. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they nailed that one. But uh, my basketball reaction was, "Wow, the Raptors could be uh, really good next year." Yeah, best team in the East, or what is? What do you think? Uh, they have the best player now, but Boston's probably the better team. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking like at least right now in standings, I've got Boston one. Uh, I, I want to say Toronto two, and then I'm tempted. I'm tempted. You're going to love me to say Indiana 3. Oh, I'm not going to love you because uh, Philly's better than the Pacers. You're not going to love me. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's understandable. That's understandable. I really want to say I want to say Indiana, though. I've fallen in love with that team. Hey, a lot of people have. I respect that. Stay on the wagon. Yeah, I'm on the wagon. Stay in wagon. love with that team when they're bad in uh, five years, five to ten years. <laughs> so, Kawhi Leonard. So, here was – we talked about this on the first episode with um, Kevin, and I know, like, Kawhi Leonard, he's a conservative. That's hypothetical. Pop, he doesn't like Trump. Do you think that had something to do with Kawhi then going to going to Toronto? Pop, wow. just sending him out of the country. He was just wow. like, you know what? I'm done with you. We're sending you out of the country. I'm going to go with no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I have never thought about that, you know? I don't think Pop would be the guy who would let that get in the way of his decision making. But to be fair, uh, that that I don't know. I, is that a true thing about Kawhi? Is that real? I think I, ha- I have heard that before. Yeah, because well, pardon my take was talking about it, but I do want to say I'm pretty sure it was on my podcast before theirs. I'm going to throw <laughs> that out there. <laughs> but I don't think it's like a legitimate thing. I think it's just like a these are rumors, and he, maybe he is Trump. But it's just it's funny just that that complex that gets put out against them i just think yeah that's, that's the, that'd be the most spurs thing i've ever heard if that was true honestly probably because that's and i love the spurs so that, that that's a that's not a knock on them it's just like it fits their what they are to a t oh 100 i think it's pop just said oh you don't want to play here we're gonna we're gonna send you not just not to a team you don't want to go to and it's not just that but we're also going to send you out of the country <laughs> i liked all the deportation jokes that made me laugh even though they were clearly jokes i have to be careful with the words on that one but they were they were they they were cracking me up that was pretty funny all right so 
kind of moving on from Kawhi, I want to go into like an all-time category because you know we're gonna get a little weird over here because it's off season. It's July, the end of July. We're heading into that little lull, so. I want to talk about um, the all-time finessers in basketball, whether it's finesse on the court, finesse off the court. What do you – do you have an all-time finesse team? Wow. Uh, Tim F.A. Mozgov's on the all-time finesse team, right, for oh, for getting $64 yes. million dollars one minute into free agency after being in one. a Nova. <laughs> Uh, that's a that that's the number one finesser for sure. Mello right now is obviously prompting this discussion. Yes. Uh, very high on the finessers for getting to pick between L.A., Miami, and Houston to make more money than he should be making. Oh, that's that's uh, tragic. How could you? Is pick, an all-time finesser. How could you pick between those three wonderful places? <laughs> uh, well, I would I would pick Miami, but he's gonna. You would pick? Houston. Oh no! Don't send him to Miami. Please, no. I know you like the Heat, but I, I you know, I no, I not for basketball reasons. Just because, oh, like, okay. if just, I'm just picking just Miami. on cities, yeah, I'm picking, I'm picking Miami and then LA <laughs> and then Houston. I just, Texas is too hot without enough, uh, like, I don't know. It's just not the it's vibe I get Dude, from it's Florida and California. Be, it's supposed to be 109 on Monday. That's the high. I heard that it was like that in Oklahoma yesterday too. Yeah. David Bra- David Brandon letting the people know he's uh, sweating to death in in Oklahoma right now. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Um, so, all-time finesse. I gotta throw you. Gotta throw Joe Johnson in there. Joe John. Oh, but just Joe Johnson, the the worst seven-time All-Star in any sport of all time. <laughs> oh wow! He That's was a- he was okay. He was really good. Like he deserved them all at his peak. But like he just had one pretty good like eight to ten year run, and the rest of his career is just kind of like meh. And now he's fizzled out so much. I know I'm probably understating his dominance, but it, it feels like he's the worst. Seven-time All-Star. Like, that's a crazy high amount of All-Star. That is, for Joe Johnson, seven-time. Is he? It might be higher than that. I have to look this up now. I think Is he still in the league? He's not on the team. Seven times. I got that right. Let's go. Um, uh, I don't, he's not signed right now. I don't know who would want him at this point. Like, who needs a terrible defending shot creator right now? Here's what I was going to ask you later on, but I'll throw this in here now. Oh, okay. Do you think that Houston can pitch this idea to Carmelo to take on the Joe Johnson role, what he had when he was in Utah. Uh, I think Melo should be willing to take about anything he can get right now um, because he's not a very good player. But uh, that would be the best Melo role. I think here's what they really should do. You know, last year they did a lot of the the staggering of like one of Harden or Paul's in at all times. Have like five to ten minutes a game where Harden and Paul both are just chatting and chilling on the bench, where Melo just does his thing. It could be a disastrous five to ten minutes, but I feel like that, I feel like that's the best way to use Melo is just like his ball stopping doesn't affect your two best players. And then the rest of the time he's out there, just have him spot up in the corner the whole game. Uh, if they can get him to do that, I think it would work, uh, but he will not do that. He's going to throw a fit if they ask him to do that. I don't know. So. I feel like he's kind of at this point where he would be willing to. Like he – no He's, way. Well, he. Well, here's the thing. What he, changed in one year for him? Like he accepted. I think. I think everything changed for him this one year. He went from like he's on top of the world. Wow. You can even see like his demeanor. Just he doesn't look like he's as excited to be on the basketball court as much anymore. Uh, I think he playing with Russ is really hard too. Like a lot. You know, that's true. It, it's not an indictment on Russ. It's just like the way basketball is makes playing with Russ hard. And I think that that you know that hit Melo hard. He's a, like he was an all star like ten years in a row before last year, and uh, he like I don't think he just forgot how to shoot. Like shooting four percent worse from the field just randomly is is bad. I mean I know aging happens, but like I don't think that's just a thing that he forgets how to do overnight. So I think there's a role that exists for him. I don't think he's as bad as people really say, but uh, I I don't know what his role is going to be. I don't know what he's going to be willing to accept. I don't think he's going to be one on the be on the bench behind like uh, James Ennis or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's gonna be. Would he, he would even is James Ennis like the eleventh man or something like that? Gosh, I have no idea what that Houston team is gonna look like. Uh, dude, in a month they're gonna somehow swing. Maury's gonna trade Ryan Anderson for like two All Stars somehow. So it doesn't even matter. Like I the could, Rockets, I can see that. Change, so. How do? How does Philly think they're gonna end up? Like, how did Philly secure a meeting with Maury in the first place? Because Philly is a finesse god team. Um, that's true. That's very true. Here's that's crazy. That whole story is crazy. It's not talked about. Like Philly got a meeting with with Daryl with Daryl Morey. Are you kidding? Also, okay, low key, low key, nice thing to say here. Philly had a really good offseason with no GM. Dang, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. They had, 
They had their head coach run the b-ball ops, and he did a great job. Anyway, yeah, that's insane. They got to meet like, with more. Honestly, what Houston might have done is they were like, "Sure, more. You want to go meet with them? Yeah, like we know you're gonna keep you. It's basically like I think it's like a middle finger to Philly. Like, sure, to you Philly. can <laughs> you can have a meeting there with our GM, but we're not. You're not gonna get him. It was an it was an all time cocky move. That's what it was. That's certainly possible. Yeah, what's their new owner's name for Teta Tim? Something like that. I said that wrong for sure. I have no Tim. Clue. His first name is Tim. We'll call him Tim. Tim. Uh, t- t- Tim. Tim. Let him go. Knowing full well he's not losing. Darryl exactly. Maury's got. Oh, Maury's got a Broadway show to worry about. He's not worried about going to. Uh, a low key finesse god. Uh, Landry Fields is a is Landry. A, Yo. Landry Fields got that finesse god from the Raptors. Uh, not on purpose so because he was a restricted free agent and they just didn't want him to play for the Knicks anymore and they paid him. F- a crap ton of money to average 4.7 points a game in 20 minutes a game. Absolutely that's, hilarious. That's a finesse god. You're right. <laughs> How about um, Tyler Ennis for still being in the league? Oh, wow. Uh, yes. There's a lot of guys like that. Like Every year they pop up with a new one. You're dealing like, How? Like Jose Calderon is a finesse guy. Oh, no. You can't slander Jose I just Calderon. Did. I I like Are you Jose Calderon. He's an offensive but, dude. He's an offensive genius. We don't talk about defense. Uh, he's the worst defensive player on the Pistons, which is saying a lot. You know what? We're we're Jabari Parker right now. We don't worry about defense. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild, dude. That quote. God, there is so there. We have so much. There's so much fun NBA stuff that just doesn't get talked about enough. Like, like Jabari literally went in front of the entire Bulls media and was like, "Yeah, defense doesn't matter. I just got 20 million. Like that's <laughs> straight to their face. It's insane. Just, that's where the league's going. But just the fact that a player said it that just makes it even more surreal. Yeah. It's like you can hear all these this talk. It's same thing with like LeBron going to the Lakers. It was all talk, but once it actually happened, you're like, "Oh my god, what is?" what's happening yeah that it's it's yeah <laughs> it's wild it's it's really wild and and he they're gonna be awful on defense next year so he, he, oh 100 it's gonna be hilarious Lori, he'll get a lot Lori marketing and jabari parker on defense oh my god i just would pick and roll those two every possession and i'd win the game i wouldn't even run a play oh, i would run no plays just imagine okay imagine this real quick isaiah thomas and nikola Jokic. On offense, pick and rolls. How excited does that get you? That will be very fun. Uh, I feel bad for Jamal Murray because I'm a Jam- I'm a Jamal Murray truther. I think he's going to be a, f- a stud at some point. So hindering his development sucks, but I feel like getting it for that value is great. And the Nuggets are Nuggets have reached one of my five league pass teams. They did it. They're in. oh really? What are your well, in. What are your What are your five league pass teams? As it stands, I think my five league pass teams are going to end up being the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Grizzlies, the Pacers, and the fifth spot is still open. So are you? Can I? Uh, can I? Can I make a pitch right now to throw in the Heat? Can no. I make a pitch? Are you <laughs> the, the Heat's nine-man rotation is going to be the exact same as last year. That's about as boring as it gets for me. Okay, but let me let me make a pitch to you, Tony. Hear me out. Hear me out. I want I want open ears and open reception. I, I okay. got it. My, my, my headphones are as far in my ears as they can be. <laughs> okay, two words. Dion Waiters. That's it. Oh, he's back. It. I completely yeah. forgot he even is a – I forgot he's a basketball player. <laughs> Okay, but listen. Just listen to this starting five and listen to how beautiful he's not going to start. He is not going to start. Oh, oh, you bet your sweet bottom he's going to start. No, no (laughs) chance. I'm going no chance he starts over. No, listen, listen, just just listen, just listen. Okay, Goran Dragic, Dion Waiters, Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, Hassan Whiteside. That's a league pass team. Uh, no, it is not. That's that's interesting. That's an interesting starting five. I figured Point Bam would start because. Point Bam oh, I is love, the best. I love Point Bam. I love Justice. I think TJ should start as well, but I just kind of laid out what I think was going to end up happening. I think James Johnson, they might end up starting him over Justice as well just because they paid him that much money, and he's better off the bench, but they like to start him for some reason. I don't know. The Heat should lob Goran Dragic to the Spurs. Yes. I would oh, be happy. Oh, I'm so here for that. I would be happy with that happening. Who would they <laughs> – I don't know. Potential trade. It is, the, Who, I don't know. The, the Spurs apparently don't value things. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't that's know. not fair. Gosh, that makes that's that not value fair. no sense to me. But yeah, I don't know. That's what I want. So point bam can happen every game. I feel like for the Spurs, going back to that, I feel like that was the best value they could have gotten for Kawhi. Um, it's it Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, for, for a one-year rental for coming off an injury, how much more do you think they could have gotten? Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know what their other offers are. I just uh, 
Jakob Pertl in a top 20 protected first round pick is like hardly moves the needle for me. So yeah. they value either devalue, value DeRozan a lot more than me or uh, Kawhi is hurt still and they know it and they know it. Who knows? Not, not. I don't want to talk about the quiet trade. Anymore. Speculation. No, no more. No more. Quiet. I, All right. I've only <laughs> seen about two hundred twenty articles about that trade since Thursday. Exactly. So that's why we only spend five minutes on it. We focus on the real stuff here. We talk about all-time <laughs> finessers. <laughs> all-time finessers. Except we've been bouncing around. We have. Hey, we've been doing good. This is good podcast right here. This is a good podcast. <laughs> it, it, no, I, I love this stuff, man. I, I talk too. Like, I feel like every basketball podcast I'm on is like X's and O's and like. Someone I don't know very well is like, oh, what do you think of Lance Stevenson and stuff like that? Like, I, I feel like that's all my guest ops, so I like doing finesse gods. Lance Stevenson, oh. also finesse gods, somehow always getting the room exception to be bad at basketball. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about Lance Stevenson later. We will oh, get good. there. I, I oh, promise good. you. I promise okay. you. <laughs> I have so many things to say about him. Okay. All right. I'll let you talk. <laughs> we will get there. So next up. I want to talk. I want to go Mount Mount Rushmore of pizza companies slash pizza brands. We're go- oh. taking a hard. We're taking oh. a hard left. Wow. Well, I'm gonna start off hot take 101. Chicago style pizza sucks. <laughs> it's so messy. It's not that good. It's the same. I can't cuss here. Uh, it's the same effing ingredients as other pizza, but the sauce is on top. So I just get my hands all messy, and it's wetter, and it's just not as good. End rants. Chicago pizzas wow. are kind of disgusting. Wow. Well, first off, I appreciate you not cussing just right off the bat. That was very that caught myself. <laughs> I had to keep myself there in a in a tough moment. My number one pizza place of all time is from my uh, where I went to college in Bloomington. It's called Mother Bears. Uh, okay, and it is the bomb. Uh, everyone's gonna think I'm an idiot for picking a place in Bloomington, Indiana. But until you try it, you're not allowed to knock it. Hey, that's okay. I respect that. You want to hear something kind of insulting? Yes. I thought you were a DiGiorno guy. Wow. No. <laughs> I actually am brand loyal to a specific brand of pizzas I eat at home. Uh, Jack's. Jack's is my favorite frozen pizza. Uh, I hope one – I just hope one listener is like, yes, he's speaking to my heart because Jack's has these rising crust. They're like thin. They're not like very filling, which I like because I can eat the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> and the crust rises and I, I just love it. It's good. It's it's like literally the only food I have a brand loyalty to in any food capacity. Really? You're not a you're not a brand loyal guy? No, not really. Usually I'm a like a like a cost per item guy, but I will not settle on Jack's pizza. Hey, you do you, man. I one thing that I think is insanely slept on, so people love just the convenience of pizza places baking their pizza right there, delivering it to them, open it and eat it. But just Papa Murphy's, they are slept on. Oh, is that the, is that one of those places where you like pick it up and you just put it in the oven? Yes, yes. Yeah. No, those are good. There's one of my hometown. Take and bakes are slept on. They are. I agree. People are too lazy to even get in their car these days. So <laughs> that's very true. People just they they that's why delivery exists. You got Favor and Postmates and I don't know whatever you guys have. People up in would Indiana. rather tip their money to. Uh, than not get get in their car. That blows my mind. Okay, so we got Jacks and what's the place up in Bloomingdale's we had up there? It's called them. Uh, wow, Bloomingdale's, Bloomington. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry. And wow, it was, and it's Mother it was, Bears. My second favorite is my second favorite pizza place is called Pearl Street. Okay, it's in downtown Indy. It's also a bar, which probably has a lot to do with why I like it so much. <laughs> bomb food and drinks, and it's a it's a cool place. Yeah. There you go. I'm a throw. So I got Papa Murphy's. You know what? I'm gonna go Domino's. I like Domino's. Where Where are you situated right now? What's uh, Texas? United States. Oh yikes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know any Texas pizza places. That's why I said yikes. I don't have any vendetta against. No, you're uh, good. No, we can. You know what? Texas. We can just end the segment right here. We go Mount Rushmore. We got two. Shiner beer best thing from texas by a mile i wouldn't know anything um, about that but oh, i'll take wow. your word for it tony <laughs> you heard it here first noah tor is a loser <laughs> and now now we move on with the show and my, 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 yeah on. my mount okay. rushmore is jack's pearl street mother bears and then me eating a slice of all three of them you you know what i That's the i honestly I just got a mental image of you doing that. I got kind of grossed out, but I got a happiness <laughs> for you as well. There it is. That's it. That's it. They'll be very happy to be on the Mount Rushmore. They're going to get so much more business from that. Oh, 100%. Uh, I've got a follow-up question for that. So regarding Ooh, okay. speed, how does Reggie Miller's eight points in nine seconds compare Ooh. to the speed at which Papa John's reputation crumbled to the ground in about a day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, fun fact. 
Papa John. Papa John is probably one of the most famous people from Indiana of all time. John Shatner. Wait, are John you serious? John Shatner is a Hoosier, uh, and he does not reflect the values of the great people of this state because he is that is that your PSA for the day? He is a terrible person, and Indiana is full of great people. But also, okay, this like hashtag on Twitter of like Papa John did nothing wrong is so weird. But anyway, like he literally admitted he said it. But anyway, um, it's it's insane that that. That hap- that whole thing happened. His reputation crumbled in a second. So it was, yeah. Uh, yes, he he was way faster than Reggie's eight points in nine seconds. Although Reggie's really? eight points in nine seconds was, uh, as you know, very fast. It was it was it was it, it, it was kind of fast. It was just a little very fast. So then, follow up question: What's quicker, a Woj tweet or the Papa John reputation? Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, a Woj tweet, man. He's all over it. Because uh, like you also got to factor uh, in that he's like straight from the source, whereas Papa John's, you had to go through media outlets. So that's uh, something to keep in mind. So I actually was trying to talk to an agent to get a story this summer, and I was like asking him about a player, like, oh, like, uh, what would happen? It, well, it was me and Ben Gibson, eight points, nine seconds. And he, we were like, oh, what would happen? Like, uh, what's what's the decision going to be? He's like, you know, I can't tell you. I already promised someone else. I was like, damn it, Woj, you're too. He's got to click on the market. Oh, my. So you would have had a breaking story, Tony. Is that what you're telling me? No. Ben would have had it. He was all over that. Okay. All right. uh, We we were not happy with with the results, but it is what it is. It's how the business works. Hey, Tony, before the end of the year, I'm expecting a breaking story from either you or Ben. Wow. That's Uh, my. Okay. That's my push to you. Okay. We'll we'll do our best. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. I'll do my best. So, all-time, this is the last all-time question, then we can move on. I, I don't know if you're getting tired of me yet, but we'll go all-time, <laughs> all-time Pacers lineup. Can you give me an all-time Pacers lineup? Yikes. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, well, I'm, yeah, I'm stumbling over all my words. No, you're good. Um, if you count the ABA, it's different because they were like the, one of the best ABA teams. That's why they even made it to the NBA. I will. In this um, in this special circumstance in the universe that we're living in right now, I will give you the ABA. <laughs> okay, so Mel Daniels is your center. If you don't have the ABA, Rick Smith is your center. Uh, Reggie Miller is your two guard because either either way, he's your two guard. Uh, Paul Paul George is your three, probably the best three they've ever had. Not in terms of longevity, but like peak. Uh, he got them to that conference finals. Point guard, Mark Jackson was really good, but I don't want to put Mark Jackson. So that he was probably out. Roger Brown's a consideration, but I'll just I'll just keep Paul Paul George on the wing. So I think Vic's gonna be in there eventually. So if we're gonna count all time, uh, starting from like five years from now, I'll say it's uh, Vic at the one, Reggie at the two, PG at the three, Jermaine O'Neal probably at the four, and and uh, Mel Daniels at the five. Sorry to Rick Smiths uh, and Dale Davis for doing a disservice to them. Sorry to Danny Granger for not being able to find a spot for you. And sorry to Jeff Foster just because he's the man. You know what, Tony? I appreciate you throwing in those apologies in there. That was that was very profound. That was very mature Agonizing of you. Agonizing decisions. I feel bad because I don't have the perfect level of, uh, of, of ABA knowledge. I know Mel was really good and um, George McGinnis was obviously really good. You know, they got his number retired. And Roger Brown. You know, these guys are good but I, don't, I just don't know that time as well as i know the nba pacers era so yeah nothing did my best hey you did good i'll give you here yeah, yeah I'll clap for myself. you clap for yourself <laughs> slick leonard is the slick leonard's the coach all right i'll throw oh time okay tony i'll throw a little applause in there somewhere in there for you yeah bobby slick yeah yeah there we go. We, we need <laughs> my my editor who slacks a lot me will throw it in there boy <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I, I understand. <laughs> okay, so here's here's a question. Here's something that I was thinking about. I was thinking. So Roy Hibbert retired the other day. Yeah. Is he? Uh, well, you know, he retired four years ago. He just announced it <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Big difference. Okay. All right. My bad. So he retired four years ago. <laughs> today he retired. Um, yes. Is he an all-time Pacers center? Like, is he top five? of all time for a Pacers oh, center. Yeah. Yes? Okay. Oh my gosh. We were talking about this in our pod. We we like we probably were too high on this, but we put him on number two. You put him number Pacers two? And we were only doing NBA. Okay, okay. Um but yeah, well so if you were like if you were to take all the Pacers big men in history, 
you know, maybe he's farther down because like Jermaine O'Neal it was a beast, but he played power forward, mm-hmm. right? Like, so you, I like in my head he's a power forward, but if he played today, he'd 100% be a center. Like stuff like that makes it hard. But yeah, like Mel it would be number one if you count the ABA. Rick would be number one if you count uh, just NBA. So those two are probably ahead of him anyway. Um, but he's right up there. Like he's averaging 20 points a game in that Heat series where they were one game away from the finals. He put the Knicks franchise back like 10 years by blocking Melo at the rim and changing that whole series. Like he's just a bad dude. He bad, like cool, bad, yeah, uh, bad dude. Like so fun watching him just erase people's lives at the basket. And, uh, he really set up like this modern center of like, just defend the rim. And it doesn't matter how good you are on offense because, you know, a lot of Pacers fans remember the dark days of Roy Hibbert getting like <laughs> 0.0 rebounds in 27 minutes a game. Uh, it was so demoralizing to see him be that bad, but he was such a good rim protector for that short span. And I think, you know, he's probably top five centers they had, like peak wise, probably, probably not longevity of their career, but yeah, he's, he's up higher than a lot of people think he was a beast. When I was, I was thinking about this. And so I looked it up online and of course there's a listicle article on that and they had him, I read like maybe three or four and they all had him at like four or five so i wasn't i was just wondering what your thoughts were on that yeah well they also had you know you forget the pacers had andrew bynum for a year you know that's true yeah if he had never got hurt he could have been uh, quite the guy jeff foster plays entire career in indiana uh he was never like he just was like mr fundamental but on the pacers he played for 13 years on indiana Mm -hmm. never was anything special but was always a very sound he's like eighth in the pacers all time in win shares which is the funniest thing ever Um, (laughs) are you serious yeah uh, they, no one even knows who Jeff Foster is, but he's quite the legend in the in this town. So uh, Dale Davis, who we haven't even talked about really, he probably uh, should be called the center, but he was a power forward really. Uh, but he was a beast too. Uh, he was an all star for the Pacers. Uh, Brad Miller was an all star when he played for the Pacers. That's a hmm. right. One yeah, that's so right. They've had a lot of they've had a lot of centers sneak into the all star game in there in an Indiana jersey. Hopefully, Miles Turner being the next. Hey, Miles, I do you think Miles Turner is going to be an all star this year? Texas guy, you should like Miles. Oh, Turner. I love Miles um, Turner. Uh, I listened to "Come Back to Texas" by Bowling for Soup this morning. Anyway, um, uh, I don't think Miles Turner will be an All Star this year. Um, really, even but with I think the... eventually he will be. Uh, yeah, so like everybody wants him to be this stud, and his role kind of changes every year. Uh, and every time the roster changes, his role changes, which is strange. Uh, so he doesn't really improve statistically ever because his role is always changing. And mm-hmm. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll ever put up the stats to do it. I just I don't think that's like, like he's good and he's very impactful, but he's not gonna ever put up the stats to be an all star. It's just the way the NBA goes. Yeah, he's not a super like put up the big stats kind of guy. Like he impacts where it counts, but not necessarily where it shows up in the box scores. Yes, agreed. those are the best guys though. Those are the best guys. I oh absolutely. Unless you're just a fan, and then oh. those are the worst guys because they don't score a lot of points. Fans are. You know what? We don't we don't stand casuals here, Tony. We don't stand casuals. <laughs> oh man, they are the worst. Oh wow, that's a they're the worst. Fans aren't the worst. They make the league go around, but I like when they yell at me on the internet, I just <laughs> <laughs> What's have you ever had like what's your worst casual interaction? Do you know that off the top of your head? Uh this guy who is from Lance Stevenson's hometown always was in my ear about Lance. Uh, I, he's the only guy I've ever blocked on Twitter. Uh, he posted on our uh, blog's Facebook page and called me some obscenities that I can't even say on the show. No, cu- wow. they weren't even cuss words in it, but I still can't say yeah. it on the show. That's how bad it was. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was something else. Uh, that guy, that guy was was wild. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to now, but I don't really care. You should go unblock him. Just hit him up. Absolutely. Hey, man, what's going on? How are you? I have, I've blocked one person and muted nobody in my Twitter career. That has how much that guy bothered me. Wow. That's impressive. The only guy who got it. It's crazy. Man, I don't ever want to earn a Tony East block. That would I think that would hurt. Uh, yeah, it's it takes a freaking lot for me to block someone on Twitter. We'll move on to that all-time list to some weird some weird basketball, and this is where... This is where this is where we're, we're getting a little weird, you know. Catchphrase of the podcast where basketball gets weird, you know. Nothing special. Ooh. Um. So I said we talk about Lance Stevenson. Here he is. Would you trade Lance Stevenson for Sabonis? From we're gonna start off right now from a basketball perspective. Would you trade Sabonis for Stevenson? No. <laughs> Sabonis is good. Lance okay, Stevenson well, is not. That's the easiest decision of my life. 
Okay, well, there you go. Well, then how about from a non-basketball perspective? No. <laughs> I like Sabonis. He's a good dude, and he's a good basketball player. I don't know what you're talking about. I would trade Sabonis for Lance Stevenson from a non-basketball perspective. In a I would trade nothing for Lance Stevenson. Uh, I, I, dude, I just don't like him. <laughs> like, he is not an impactful basketball player. Like, his antics are fun and exciting, and, like, they make me smile. I'm like, yeah, that was cool, but, like... He's not an impactful basketball player. He's a really terrible dude. People don't know this. At Cincinnati, he had a uh, – in college, he had a DV charge, and then he pushed his pregnant girlfriend down the stairs once. Like, he is a bad dude. You're just you're you're just hurting my feelings right now. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I get why people love him. Like, his antics are hilarious. Like, I'm like, haha, this guy's playing air guitar. That's funny. Like, you know. But I just don't like the dude. I just can't help it. I, I hey. He's just not a good – not a good basketball. That's all good. We each we each know. I think he could be good, really good on LeBron's team. I think really? that team is going to be outstandingly fun to oh, watch. Oh, 100% with JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, and Lance Stevenson. Are you kidding and me? Michael Beasley. And Michael Beasley. How did and I? You know what's crazy is like they had that, that stuff going on in June of like their their front office was like, oh, you rookies have to be nicer to each other on, on Twitter. Da, 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 that's da, like da, the da, 15th da, 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 most exciting da, 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 thing that's happened to them in a month. A like, like, the Lakers have just so, uh, been outstanding this last month. It has been so much fun. See, that's the kind of that's what Lance is all about. Like this kind of month for the Lakers is what Lance is. Like not actual basketball being played, Lance is great. Uh, but when basketball is being played in October, Lance will no longer be great. <laughs> we don't we don't talk about Lance being great during basketball. It's the off months that we talk yes. about Lance. Yes, like him doing the boom bastic challenge or whatever. He uh, he lives in the town I grew up in right now. Well, he did. I don't know. Probably in L.A. now, but when he lived in Indiana, he lived in the town I grew up in, and I, I know I knew where his house was. So I actually know, oh. I could drive to the driveway. You gotta go. You gotta go say hi. Just drop by. Bring. He's gone. <sighs> He's probably gone. All right. You you missed your He's chance. Gotta be gone. Sky Agnes interviewed him in in LA, so I, I yeah. know he's in LA right now. <laughs> what is? And I know I would never just show up at Lance Stevenson's. <laughs> like, hey, hey, man, just roll it. No, no, What's just up? roll up to Lance Stevenson's with you. Got to bring like you got to bring like food or something, so it's not at least awkward. Because then if you didn't, that would be <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I I wonder what Lance Stevenson's favorite food is. That would, ooh, honestly, it's got. Oh, we be have a like, uh, breaking NBA news right now. <laughs> The Atlanta Hawks have waived Antonius Cleveland. Wow. Stop uh, that, that, Stop that, the show. That is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Oh my gosh, are you serious, Tony? We got to Tony, what are your what are your thoughts and opinions on this? This is breaking news. Um I remember, the only reason I know who Antonius Cleveland is is because the Warriors signed him to training camp last year and it was funny that the Warriors had a guy named Cleveland on their team. I have no I, I have no idea how good he is at the sport. <laughs> at all. I don't think he's ever played an NBA game. He has. Wow. Okay, I'm wrong. He played in 17 games last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, Good for him. <laughs> congratulations to Cleveland. Actually, not congratulations. He no, got waived. Bad for um, yeah. <laughs> congratulations to the Hawks, maybe? I Some, yeah, something. <laughs> are we Are we going to say congratulations to the Hawks for trading Dennis Schroeder, though? I think Dennis Schroeder's a bad basketball player. So I, oh, 100%. I, am, I think the Hawks did an outstanding job in that trade. Plus, they drafted Trey Young for him to be the future, and then uh, to get rid of Schroeder before the season. Yeah, like just from that standpoint, that was good. But I don't think Trey Young is. You know what's crazy the is besides Miles Plumlee and Dennis Schroeder, I liked every player on the Hawks like going into this, this summer, and now they got really? rid of one of them. Like they're one player. They could be that fifth team. They could be that fifth team on my league. Fifth, fifth. Oh no, oh. not in the rankings in my league. Oh, pass. I thought. I thought you meant the rankings. I was like, are you kidding oh, no, me? No, 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 no. Was... Trey, Trey, Trey Young, Jeremy Lin, they're cool. Camp Baysmore's a dope dude. Dwight Dedman's a good player. We uh, didn't even talk about Jeremy Lin. Spellman's cool. Uh, who's that guy they drafted uh, in the middle of the round? Kevin Herter's cool. Like, like everything they did, I'm like, yes. Like, the Hawks are. Torian Prince has, like, the coolest African name ever, Torian Waller Prince. Like, he's cool. I, I, I'm in, man. I like what the Hawks did. John Collins. I can't Wait, even. Wait, did you? Did you throw Philly in there as a league uh, pass no, team? No, Philly will be fun because Joel Embiid is fun, but I feel like I know what they are. They didn't really change that much. Okay, so they're just not important then. They would be in my top ten probably. Okay, all right. That makes sense. So we took kind of – we we're gone. Um, so we're going to bring it back in. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back in as much as I can. We're going to talk about pettiness. So Ooh. how much how much petty 
is too much petty when you're watching a game? Like, what crosses the line for you? Uh, I think the petty war stuff that Wob does is amazing. Like, he is he is so good at keeping up with that. Um, it's As soon as there's a technical foul, that's when it crosses the line. Because it, it, until the moments when it's just, like, hilarious chippiness, that's great. But when mm-hmm. it becomes, like, people are shooting free throws now and the results of the game is now impacted... Uh, you you have crossed the line. It's I think it's that simple, but I think pettiness is is great. I think like like it's hard to to really know how much it is, but there's obviously a mental aspect to the sport. I wish you could quantify it so you could say like he's the best mental player. You know. Oh my god. Oh, it's got to be Lance. I mean, Lance Stevenson has Lance to be is up in there. there. Lance is in it. Lance and then, is up there. I'm with you. This brings up my next question that I was going to ask you. Grayson Allen. He's going to be up there in that same. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't uh I don't know what to expect from Grayson Allen because he's a better basketball player than people think, but like yeah, he's gonna he's gonna trip someone who's an actual NBA player and he's gonna get like he in my head I thought, okay, he'll get to the NBA and he'll stop. You know, like he, he was really good at Duke, like he was one of the best college basketball players, so he's like he can probably get away with being a little chippy there, but in the NBA no chance. And then he tripped uh was that Trey Young? Was it Trey Young in summer? Yes, yeah, yeah. He tripped Trey Young, I was like, Wow, this dude has learned no lessons. This is not I don't true. know if he tripped him or he like grabbed his arm that's and what got, it was. like yeah, that's got, what, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tangled up. Oh Gosh. man. Okay, yeah, that's think... uh not good. <laughs> <laughs> is is um is he gonna pull a JJ Reddick? and like be good in college and be good in the NBA while being hated in college? Or is he going to be a Christian, what, Leitner? Leitner, yeah. Is he going to do that Leitner. and be good in college, hated in college, and then be awful in the NBA? Wow. Uh, I don't think he'll be bad. Okay. So I, I would guess more down the J.J. Redick line. That would be a great career path for him. Okay, I just looked up Grayson Allen on Basketball Reference because we're talking about him. Uh, one, of, one of his nicknames is Debo. D-E-E-B-O. Debo? No idea what that means, but I will call him Debo for the rest of the year. I love finding random nicknames for guys. That what is, makes me really what's, happy. Is that like one of the most random nicknames you've... What's... I don't even know. G-Money and Debo. G-Money? G-Money and Debo are great announcements. Yeah, what's... Uh, I think Bielitsa has one of my favorites. His is... Uh, prof, one of his is Professor Big Shots. I love that. <laughs> the King the king signed Professor Big Shots yesterday. That, that one. Oh, my himself. gosh. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Like, how that's a finesse move right there. The Kings twice got a guy to back out of a deal with a better team and come to Sacramento. That's the awesome. Kings. The Kings are now finessing. Like he, the Kings are doing stuff. They're. <laughs> I don't. You know why they're doing stuff? Because they signed IU graduate Yogi Ferrell to a contract yesterday. I was, now the Kings are awesome. Go Kings! You know what? This that's is the best thing they've done in a while. This was going to be a rapid fire question, but I'm going to ask you right now. Is Yogi Ferrell the best basketball player to come out of IU from a non-basketball perspective? Eric Gordon. From a non-basketball perspective. Oh, oh, OG. Definitely OG. Oh, OG? my gosh. Uh, yeah, so I have this story about OG that's so embarrassing. Like, oh, let's I hear was it. obsessed with IU basketball when I went there. Like, so into the team, I had, like, shirts made with, like, Tom, like Tom Crean and the team doing a team picture. I printed it myself. It's so corny. You Were, um, were you proud of it? Oh, yeah. It said Tommy and the boys in <laughs> cursive on the top of it. So uh, I was at Qdoba, and OG's in front of me in line. And it's the first time I'd seen him, like, not on a basketball court. And he just hurt his ankle. Like, it was right before he got that injury that made him fall so far in the draft. Or right after, mm-hmm. sorry. And he's in front of me in line. I'm, like, thinking about what I want to get. And OG and Anobi turns to me in line and looks at me and says, Hey, man, I've never been here before. What should I get? And... <laughs> So first I was like, how has OG Ananobi never been to Qdoba? That's crazy. And then I was like, oh my God, OG Ananobi just approached me and is talking to me in public. And I was like starstruck. And I was like, oh, do you like brown or white rice more? Like picking, helping him pick his stuff. And, all. and I stopped paying attention to my own order and I screwed up my own burrito because I was helping OG with it. So I get my crappy messed up burrito. I, I'm trying to get out of there. I'm like filling up my drink and he's sitting down at the table like two seats over. And I was like, I look over and I see him, but... I, I didn't, like, look at what he was doing. So when I finished my drink, I just turned and I go, how is it, man? And he hasn't even taken a bite yet. He's like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you know. And then I never saw him again. So I uh, I was so bummed out. I was like, wow, that was the most awkward thing of my life. That's uh, – Tony, that's amazing. Yeah, OG Ananobi thinks I'm, like, the dweebiest guy of all time. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, he probably didn't even remember that interaction. But just the no. fact that you remember every detail oh. of that, that's a bl- I think about it every day, dude. Like, oh, my gosh. That's so embarrassing. How long 
how long did it take you to respond to the initial question? I like looked at him and then like looked and they were like putting the steamer down on my uh, tortilla. And then I looked back at him and I was like, wait, that's OG Ananobi. And I'm like, well, and too, like I saw his walking boot and he had just gotten hurt and no one knew anything about his injury. Right? Oh, okay. like, it was the game was yesterday. No one knew what this injury was, but I was like devastated that OG got hurt. And I saw him in the walking boot and in my head, I'm like, oh my God, OG's in a walking boot. This is so bad. And then I remembered like I had to help him and get my food like... There were so many thoughts going through it. It was like the fastest, the fastest the line that was ever moved either. Like it was just a flustering situation. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. If you could go back and fix one moment from that interaction, what would you fix, Tony? Oh my gosh, I would have told him to get the guac, man. I don't think I told him to get to get guac because it costs extra. But I think his food would have the been guac better. is worth it. I agree. And you know, now it's free at Qdoba. So oh well, there you go. You want to hear something? You slandered OG for never being going to Qdoba. I've never been to Qdoba either, Tony. Wow. Have I've, you been to Chipotle? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you went to Qdoba, you'd know what to do in line? Oh, yes, I would. Yes. <laughs> so that's the impression I got is he's never been to either one. Oh, And he did not what? know what to do. Yeah, that's why it was so bizarre. I need to get a, I need to get a Yogi Kings jersey. I need a purple jersey. I need a Yogi jersey for every team he plays on. You want to hear a story? So I, like, I used to be, like, the biggest UT fan, and, like, I – followed all their games and like all the players colt mccoy jordan shipley jackson shipley like those were my guys like richard shirt not richard sherman i'm dumb earl thomas um and like each time like one of them got drafted to the nfl like i went online and like none of their jerseys were available yet so i'd go in and customize a jersey put their last name on the back with their number and I'd order it, and I'd get it before anybody else, and I'd walk around and think I was the coolest guy. <laughs> wow. Wow. My thing with jerseys was, like, I would get a guy with a really obscure and hard-to-pronounce last name and wear it to school, so girls would ask me how you pronounce it. Oh, it is that is that how you got all the girls, Tony? In middle school, yeah. The T.J. Hushman, <laughs> the TJ Hushman Jada jersey was a big hit back then. Oh, yes. The, ba- <laughs> the Bengals were saving my life. Uh, I still have my Sarunas Yasikevich's Pacers jersey. I wear that one all the time. Oh, you are you got you would have gotten a lot of girls with Giannis' Cabbages. jersey. Giannis would have saved my life, man. He was... <laughs> He was uh, 10 years too late to the party. We're going to go to Colin Sexton now. So Ooh. the triple C, you saw the video where he was going like super sane on defense what against the Josh hell Hart, was right? That? Yeah, I saw that. His stance. What was, what? I don't, you know what it sounds like is like when I played in high school, uh, we did this thing. We had a coach in middle school who would force you to get in a defensive stance. You'd slap the forward and yell stance, and then you'd do like a defensive drill, right? So like I pictured Colin Sexton getting up there and being like stance, and then like attacking Josh Hart in that moment. It was funny. Triple C: constipated, confused, or scared, or scared, or scared. Triple C: or scared. You stupid. Was he? Which which one wow. was he? I guess not triple C. That's stupid. Was he constipated? It's SCC. Was he constipated, confused, or scared? I think he was uh, a little too hyped up. I think he, I think he needed to lay off whatever <laughs> pre-workout he took before the game. Uh, I will go with confused. You know, he's guarding the best player in summer league, uh, so he had to just do his best. I Why know. did they name the MVP before the last game? That is stupid. I mean, he would have won either way. But Colin Sexton, what do you think if you were Colin Sexton? In that moment, imagining what Colin Sexton was thinking, what do you think was going through his mind while he was going through that phase? phase. I'm going to call that a phase. Um, he's going to rip the ball away, and I, I don't really know. <laughs> I really don't know. I, I can't decide because it looks like he's like really focused on like his facial expression, too. You know, He's got like this yeah. snarl going on. He's like twitching his fingers. Like, I think he was really into what he was doing in that moment. So I'm not really At sure. At first, I kind of... I was really had my fingers crossed that he was gonna do like a rain dance, start like stomping and like slapping his chest. If he had stopped him, maybe, but uh, who knows? Oh, eh, it's okay. <laughs> he doesn't. It's summer league. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. That's why it was so fun. That's why summer league is the best. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Did you go to summer league? No, no. Okay, I have a day job. I can't uh, take that much PTO to just go. Okay, we're nearing the end, Tony. You're almost there. Just like strap in. We got one more loop. Rapid fire. <laughs> Big stretch. Get that Get that last thing out. Okay. Big stretch. Rapid right. fire. We're going to start off easy. I'll give you a little warm-up question, and then there's five of them. Okay. So what's the opposite of good? 
bad. No, Pat Riley's 2017 offseason. You got to keep up with me. Oh, I see how we're okay. playing this game. Yeah, we're playing the we're playing like that. Okay. okay. All right. I got to wipe down the eyes now and look away <laughs> from my computer screen and think about it. All right. Clear my mind. Okay. Give me your hottest take on a sport you don't watch. Wow. Uh Hockey would be better outside. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I've played I played ice hockey in my life, and I've never watched professional hockey. I myself have played hockey on ice and on roller skates before, and it's very fun. Hockey would be better outside. Outside, as in with roller skates, or like an ice rink Other- outside. <laughs> no, an ice rink outside. Okay. Other sports get canceled for rain all the time. Let it happen. It's fun. Okay. All right. I the Winter Classic happens. It's possible. Just do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> that's a good. That's a hot take. Wow. Okay. Best NBA player right now, not named LeBron James. Steph Curry. Wow. Not Kevin Durant. No, Steph Curry. Wow. Okay, for basketball or for... Well, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic and then... Okay, okay. Gosh, I was getting a little worried about you for a second. I was going to ask you to... My bo- my guy. Best or greatest athlete from Indiana not named Yogi Ferrell? All time or right or right now? All time. Wow, I'm going to get this wrong. There's going to be someone I forget. Uh, we'll go basketball to make it easier for you. Uh, I'm going to miss... I'm already missing someone. I already have to be missing someone. I have to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Google it. Uh, no, this is rapid fire, Tony. You no, I need a list dome. of guys to pick from. No, Tony, off the dome. Three, two, one. Oh my gosh, one. I don't have an answer that right quick, now. dude. I just, I just don't have it. I need a name, just any name. Dude, I got nothing for you off the top of my head. Not like even, that. not even Eric. Brad Gordon. Stevens. Okay. <laughs> gosh, Went to Brad was... Stevens, Zinesville High School's finest. Um, yes. Uh, my gosh, this is awful. I can't. I. I'm spacing this. There's someone I'm for. Larry Bird is from Indiana. He's probably the best answer, but he okay. didn't ever play for the Pacers, which sounds like the question. But we've... So what I'm hearing from you is that it's Yogi Ferrell. Well, Damon Bailey was the best IU basketball player uh, and high school player. Uh, Yogi is awesome because he's from Indy and with IU, which is dope. Um, but Larry went to Indiana State, which is lesser known thing, which is still cool. Uh, so probably Larry and EG's up there, and Dan ba- Damon Bailey's up there. The, but this is the thing—you made me pick through all these guys so quick. I, I needed that. <laughs> That's why it's called rapid Jeez, fire, Tony. You gotta just be quick on your feet. I know when I'm young. My basketball history is bad. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Mine is too. I probably know way less than you about basketball history. Best flavor of gum. Oh man, mint done. Uh, mint, yeah, like spearmint. Oh, oh, the uh, the light, mint. the light blue five gum. So yeah, the winter mint. The spearmint's the green. It's still good, but it's okay. less good. Okay, I'm gonna argue with you. I'm gonna say spearmint on that one. <sighs> They're similar. I understand. <laughs> I won't gripe. Like if I ask one for gum and I get one of those two, I won't gripe. If I get like something fruity, I'll be. Pissed. Oh really? You don't like fruity gum? What's the point? It's over in three seconds. <laughs> You're just chewing on sticky nonsense the rest of the time. Sticky nonsense. <laughs> what would you call gum when the flavor is gone? I don't want to call it gum. What would you Bark. call gum with, without calling it gum? Describe gum. Stick, sticky, sticky nonsense. Sticky, no- sticky, sticky chewy, chewy nonsense. nonsense. Thank you. That was the best way Thank that I've you. ever think Done. I've heard somebody describe gum. Silly putty for your mouth. <laughs> I think we're getting closer. I think I, I'm, I like sticky. I think I like silly putty for your mouth. That's a good one. Okay. We'll stick we're, with that we're right, one. We're right on it. All right. Go-to Monopoly piece. Oh, the thimble. For sure. The thimble? The thimble? Yeah. You're boring. I'm sorry. I love Monopoly. I get way too into it. Do not ever play Monopoly with me. Don't play Monopoly. What's best Monopoly memory? Uh, winning every time I play. Just <laughs> Uh, one of my ex-girlfriends made a really stupid trade with me, and then she ended up beating me in the game. And the whole time, everybody playing was making fun of her for making the trade, and then she beat me. So that was a good, vivid memory, but I don't know if it's the best. I mean, you picked the thimble. I don't really don't, <laughs> know, what, don't know what to think Am of that. Am I supposed to pick the race car? Like, like expect- a basic... Yes! Oh, get that. I was I was going to pick the race car or the dog. Oh, of course you will. Oh, my gosh. All right, we're not talking about this right now. All right. Oh, well, last- you're going to pick the dog. Cats are better than dogs. You heard it here. Whoa! Whoa, you are a DiGiorno guy. Cats get a bad rap because they get compared to dogs. Cats are awesome. Yeah, okay, but would you rather have a cat or a dog? A cat, dude. Are you serious? I love cats, yeah. What? Why? why? Because they're awesome. <laughs> Besides, they can poop and pee in the house. What else can you do with... See, you're, know, doing, like... you're saying this like you like the expectation is a dog because you can do stuff with a dog, but like I don't want a pet to do stuff with. It's just like a dude I'm just a dude I'm hanging out with in my house and take care of and he he likes me. Alright. So you you know like what are the odds, right? 
you know how kind of how to do that? Uh, yeah. Like we, so, yeah, we just like, call it odds. I'm guessing it's like the same you thing. you. You count to like what I, I ask you something. You say you count down from three and you yep, try to get the same number. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Tony, what are the odds you record an "In My Feelings" challenge, the Shiggy, and post it on Twitter and pin it to your profile for a week? God, uh, that song is really good. So I'll go. Uh, I'll go one to five. One to five. Yeah. Okay. All right. Why okay. is that too? Is that narrow for you? Oh no, that, it's a little narrow, but we'll we'll go for it. We'll go for it. All right. All right. Ready? Yep. One, two, three, four. Four. Oh, God. I have to do it now. <laughs> All right. You oh, heard no. it here. Tony's got a post in, in my You know what's funny challenge. is like like as soon as you said four, I was like, wow, people are going to think we planned that. <laughs> we really did not <laughs> Okay. We didn't, we didn't plan that. Just got to put that out there. That's – Oh, God. Are you okay. serious? You, now you got to do that. How do you I feel, know. Tony? I always say four in that game because I keep counting. So uh, I can't believe you picked four. That's funny. Well, like, I didn't want to say two or three because then if I said two and you said three, it added up to five, then I'd have to do it. <sighs> Kiki, do you love me? I mean, all right, we'll get to it. All right. We'll to when, it. You, when can we expect this to go live, Tony? I, uh, I'm a man of surprises, so I will I will surprise everyone. Okay. And I will pin it for a okay. week. I will finally get rid of that stupid cap space thread I have pinned right now. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Oh, did he unmute himself? Is Noah back alive? Did I? I don't. I don't think I muted my. Did I mute myself? Hello. I see him there, but I don't hear him talking. Hello. He's Hello. Muted again. This is gonna be the hardest editing you, job. Good hold luck. On. Did you hear me? Can you I know hear you me? can hear me because you keep muting and unmuting yourself. I keep. I can <laughs> hear you. This is gonna suck to edit. Thanks for listening to this podcast with Tony East and Noah Tor. It was really hard for me because I couldn't use cuss words or swore. Uh, clothes I wore while I talked to Noah Tor. Golf we didn't play. If we would, I would have yelled for. I had to close my door because someone is sleeping on my couch. I had to close my drawers so they didn't slam and make sounds. I have a terrible core because I drink a lot of beer. I have a terrible bore because I've never been hunting. Thank you for listening. I hope your day is great. Thanks for listening to this podcast with Noah Tor. All right, that's uh, that's it. I've done recording. Uh, I hope that, I hope that makes the show. That was all I got. Thank you, Rhyme Zone, for allowing that to happen. Okay. Can I hang this up? Can we just chat on Twitter now? Okay, thanks. <laughs>Tony, that was the most beautiful poem I think I've ever heard. Uh, we did have some technical difficulties at the end. I do apologize for that, but hopefully I made light of that with a little bit of my editing. Uh, tried to make that as smooth and uh, as comical as possible for you guys. If you enjoyed what you listened to, make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to them, either on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we will be there. And make sure to leave a review, subscribe again, just Make sure to support the show if you enjoy listening to it. Thank you again to Tony, and be on the lookout for more things to come in the future. Take us out, Chuki.